Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. A Living History Production. I'm Peter Hart. And I'm Gary Bain. And together, we're Pete and Gary's Military History Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast, a very special episode, because I'm here with Pete and Gary, and I mean, believe it or not, I don't think I can believe it, 200 episodes. I mean, this started as a bit of a, was it a COVID, lockdown, boredom? No, it was pre-COVID. It was pre-COVID, it was too. I think COVID just gave us the opportunity to do more stuff. Anyway, chaps, welcome. Welcome to the show, this celebration of 200 episodes. So I thought it'd be great just to get everyone together and just talk about the highs and the lows lows and how far we've all come. <laughs> the damn fools. The highs. Mm. Well, we should, ca- we should cast our minds back. It was pre-COVID. You're right. We just had this idea that you guys had something to say and maybe some people would want to listen. And look, I think we've said this all along that, that I, think, I think we would have put this podcast together even if no one was listening, but it's handy that we have a, <laughs> such a devout group of followers. But um, I'm, I'm going to start with you, Gary, because what, what did you think when Peter rang up and said, I've got this idea that we should record ourselves and put it out in the universe? Well, if you remember rightly, originally it was um, Peter Hart's uh, military history because he, he was, I think, in t- originally going to do it on his own. And he quite quickly recognised that he couldn't <laughs> get bored, um, <laughs> that he'd get very bored. So. Uh, when we first started, I, I was really quite nervous about it. I spent about two and a half hours doing research <laughs> and then Pete would go off a complete tangent and we'd do something else. Um, so I, I was a bit worried about it to begin with and I thought, oh, it'll only last about three months and then, you know, we'll move on to something else. I've got to say, we don't want to make this the sort of episode where we blow various sunshines up parts of each other's bodies. but. Oh. Um, Ah, yeah, that's it. But Gary, um, you, you're, you, you've come such a long way, I've got to say. You know, I, 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 well, <laughs> it's been a journey for him. <laughs> In my a very first journey. episode, you had to edit the first episode because uh, I've come a long way since I, I uttered buggery within a minute and a half of the first episode. And you've never we done have, it since. We no, have come a long quite, way. Since then, I mean, it's a really good question. How has the show evolved from what you originally thought over a beer or a cup of coffee you were going to do? How has the show evolved over 200 episodes? Pete? I, I don't know. Um, it, it, the, I thought we've, we've moved to a sort of, we've based a lot of the, the my old books because we soon realised that we couldn't be bothered to do the work. <laughs> and and of course the the books are done uh and uh you know you chop up the bits and make them into chapters gary works through it and and sorts out the characters and points out my many 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 mistakes uh, and that that's part of what keeps us going and um it has been fun revisiting some of those old books which i've completely forgotten about in, in my usual way um and and it all told, it's been a very pleasurable experience. Um, you know, there are ups and downs, as you know, many, many ups and even more downs, uh, mainly connected with our foolishness. But, uh, you know, we keep on plugging away. 
and on occasion we we've gone off on tangents so for example the waterloo episodes uh which <laughs> ended up being three episodes because we'd done so much it just couldn't go into one uh but we bought about well i bought about 300 quids worth of books i think pete bought about two or three times <laughs> as many um to, so that we could sort of get the background for the for the podcast because neither of us were were waterloo experts and so no we spent an absolute fortune on books and it's been it's been the start of something big for because we've been to Waterloo uh, two or three times now, uh, and and we love going there. We look at the wider battle, we look at the Prussians, we look at what's going on, uh, pay tribute to the Germans, and it's made it much. So the podcasts have led us into something great. Uh, well, that's the that's the really important question. I'm just going to throw it out there. Why do you guys do it? Two hundred episodes is a long slog. A lot of people that started podcasts. You know, at the same time, stopped after 20 or 30 episodes. Why do you do it? What keeps you coming back to the podcast? Well, Pete has one of my children in captivity. <laughs> and uh, no, I have no, to keep that, doing that. <laughs> that, wouldn't, that wouldn't make you do anything. You just say, <laughs> I'm thinking of your children now. Hi, John, Jay. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, we um, certainly through lockdown, it got us through lockdown. We thoroughly enjoyed yeah. it. Uh, we did the majority on Zoom uh, because there was no choice. Um, but otherwise, we'd have gone stir crazy. Yeah. Subsequently, we've discovered that uh, actually we do quite like it. And, and now it's a lot easier now than it was. Uh, yeah. Because I don't know if you can remember, Matt, you saying to us, oh, can you keep them to under an hour? <laughs> we being the talent were saying, we couldn't possibly do it in under an hour. Possibly. <laughs> I in particular said, no, right on me high horse. You remember, Matt? I recall. I was going, oh, I recall. It's impossible for us to get it <laughs> under an hour and ten, I said. What's the average now? now? 40, no, it's 50 about 45, minutes. 50 minutes. And yeah. uh, we, we sort of do it at each other's house. Pete usually walks to mine. Um, Got to keep my figure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, we can, do, we can do two or three a week pretty easily without, you know, disturbing our week too much well tell me about that process how you put them together because i think everyone would agree that it does sound effortless but obviously there's a lot of effort <laughs> that goes into it <laughs> i said effortless <laughs> no but uh you do it with great ease um but obviously i know you know i talk to you guys and i know there's a process behind it so why don't you just share that with us what actually goes into each episode well uh, i normally start the process by uh, uh take taking the topic and mostly i take something some work i've already done uh and then i edit it to uh, to make it into what i think will be a podcast then gary edits that suggests puts it right uh he adds color <laughs> he adds charm he adds grace he adds wit uh and he decides what's going to happen uh and and then we do it together but we don't follow the script entirely um, Gary often tells me off for being a bit Roger irrelevant, as we call it, and forgetting what I'm talking about or getting easily distracted. Even now, I'm being distracted by what's going on around me here. Just yeah, looking I mean, at one the neighbours. Things. One of the things that uh, came out of it, for example, somebody pointed out to Pete that he uh, he kept saying, "You know, uh, it was oh, a God, it was yes. a Scotsman who pointed <laughs> Is that, that out, bastard." <laughs> Um, he's one of our mates but bastard every and so week pete's now very careful about you know making sure that he can keep the subject moving 
Uh, and if he can't, I'll jump in and, you know, try and bring us back on track. Give him a prod. Give him a prod. Um, <laughs> occasionally, uh, you know, we, we like, we are very respectful of uh, the men and women that we're talking about. We are very respectful. Yeah. However, we do like it to sound as if it's just a couple of guys sitting in a pub having a talk about something that they're both interested in. So some of the uh, the lighter ones, such as the Laugh or Cry series, for example, we had fun uh, and we, we go completely off-piste uh, and, and we might come back or we might not uh, because we don't, we don't rehearse it, we don't practice it, we don't do... We editing. don't edit. We, we just record what we say and on occasion we regret what we say um but but there is a there is it's not a script per se but there's no. um there's a story that we follow and we try and keep to it well there's enough boring military history podcasts out there no names will be mentioned but there's enough dry ones so i think uh, i think this uh, sort of adds a breath of fresh air um i like we- that battle walks oh that's yeah. a good one that's a good one uh, thank you i like that that's- i like that pete smith the good looking bloke well, you, well some, what, what are some of those other podcasts that you guys must listen to podcasts as well as everyone else? What are some of those podcasts that you've, uh, you know, that have inspired you? <laughs> well, Maybe well you know. I don't. We, we don't, <laughs> frankly. Uh, we don't get the time. Uh, we do listen occasionally. I've had to listen to uh, the James oh, Holland one. Yeah. Um, we've listened to a few of yours. Uh, Peter Reed. we've listened to. Um, Paul. But, sorry, Paul Reed. No, I listen to Peter Reed. He's much better. He's much better, isn't he? <laughs> uh, but we we don't we generally don't have the time um, because you know if we're not doing one of Peter's books, then we have to learn about it. So, for example, Island Wana. We both loved the episodes on Island All Wana, my books there, but but we didn't know anything at all. So even how to pronounce it, I imagine. Well, even well, no. How we do couldn't. you how do you pronounce it, Matt? It's San Luana. Oh, <laughs> has it got a T in it? <laughs> that was un- that was un- that was unscripted. I don't know how I did, but uh, it's it's the bane of our existence, isn't it? I'm it's- the bane of our. We actually, existence. you're the Gary Bane of our existence. We actually, we actually thought about not doing that on our recent documentary filming, Pete, at the uh, National Army <laughs> Museum, simply because we no, no, neither of us could pronounce it. But we uh, we soldiered on. We soldiered on. Yeah. Not Gary, being able yeah. to pronounce it's not really worried us, is it? Yeah, no. Exactly. Well, well, that's part of the story as well. I think that's what makes it an interesting, uh, interesting podcast. You mentioned those series, Gary, that you guys have done: um, South Knots, Hazars, um, Foot Pete off the back of Foot Sloggers. I can't remember the names for all them now. The, the, the whole tank series, Burning Steel, Burning Steel. That's right. Um, Laugh or Cry, which was one of my favourite. Um, is there a favourite series you've got amongst those ones that you've done? The regular episodes. I've got a favourite episode, and uh, we talked about this earlier, Pete and I. And um, uh, my favourite episode is the one that we uh, that we did, Heroes All, with uh, with Jim, Jim Grundy, uh, because it was entirely different to stuff that we'd done previously. Yeah. Um, and it was it was trying to to demonstrate that everybody is human. So whatever you get in society, you get in the military everything that you get in society and that we we were trying to show that and i think that came through and we were in gallipoli actually i think when that came out and um i listened to that and i and i thought that was really powerful and i thought jim did a great job and working with somebody else 
who was professional, uh, taught us such a lot. Um, and, and actually, we've subsequently, we've worked with a number of people because of that. But Jim was the first. Uh, we've subsequently worked with Nikolai and, and various others. Um, uh, but that was my favourite. Pete, yours? Well, uh, I've got two favourites, of course. So my first, and the one that I mentioned to you this afternoon, was uh, I like the Durham Light Infantry ones. You might say that's because it's your latest book. I like it because it's just so visceral. It's just so up close. We recorded an episode today, and the fighting, the the, the impact of the wounds, the, the, the horror, the, 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 the loneliness of battle, I think it comes out great. There's no humour in it at all. No accents. Durham accents, no nothing. Um and the other one I liked was the exact reverse, and Gary mentioned it earlier. Uh, the laugh and cry, laugh, laugh or got to get the name right, laugh or cry, uh, which I thought was great fun, and I I thought it was amusing. Uh, it showed the sort of inner tragedy. The cry bit did come out, but mostly it was the laughing uh, for the podcast anyway. And uh, I really enjoyed that. Uh, th- so those two series have been my favourite, uh, and on its own, I like this and Wana episodes just because i can't say it but do you know what what one thing we've discovered is we can't say i think it's for project a, pro, a project i can't say that it's a part of the british education because you can write words down and you know what they mean you can't pronounce them so gary what, you mean <laughs> words like tower which i kept saying tower <laughs> i was i was one of them but uh, I can't say exigencies, exigencies of service. There are lots of words. And then every, sorry, every French one, every French or, or we just can't, you think you can pronounce it. And then you think, how do you pronounce it? Because it's just written down normally to us, you know. So that so was something. so much in common with Pete Smith and he lives in France and can't pronounce the French name. But, uh... <laughs> We were you all right. Got... We were all right today, Matt, because we were recording an episode where there was a village in Italy called Bastardo. We could which... pronounce that. <laughs> we managed yeah, perfectly well. Anyone that sounds uh, like swear words, that's, that's, and that's yeah, Gary, Gary's been studying Spanish, which is very similar to Italian, and he was able to tell me what Bastardo meant. What was it, Gary? Bastard. No. <laughs> that was so helpful. So, yeah, there, t- there we go. You mentioned the laugh, the laugh or cry series, and it's something that's a characteristic not just of that series, but of all your episodes. Is the humour? You know, you guys are mates, as you said. It is like being in a pub. I, I will never forget laughing. I laughed so hard, and I replayed it about ten times. The line in one of the, I think it was a South Not Cesar's episode, where someone's just someone said, "We're surrounded by Rommel and his panzers," and the reply was, "Who's Rommel and what's a panzer?" <laughs> That line, I replayed that over and over. But I, was, I think I, that was a chap think, called Hutton. I remember him. Yeah. I think for me, the it gives a little window though, not just into what's going on, but that's also a window into history. It's not just a funny line, but that is a great window into history. In that, in that early stage of the war, these things that would become so famous were completely unknown to the blokes who were wrapped up in the fighting. I, I, I love those little moments. I mean, is is humour important in, to, in, in in the flow of the podcast? Um, yes and no. I think, um, you know, when we, appropriate. We've, yeah, we, we've been, uh, we've been influenced by others. We've been influenced by you, Matt, and by Paul Reed and his brother, Pete, uh, by Pete Smith. But 
unfortunately, we've also been influenced by Blood Knock and Dame Edna um, <laughs> and various others, and and that that sometimes seeps in. So one of the uh, one of the things that I laugh at, and sometimes Matt. You know, it's a good job we don't do video all the time. I am in hysterics. And one of them was uh, when, is it Colonel Scott, Robert Scott? Oh, uh, God. Pete, Pete seemed to do as a Cornish pirate. He was for a some posh, reason. posh Norfolk colonel. And um, I, was, I was in hysterics oh, on the floor. I'm telling you, there'd be trouble ahead. <laughs> Old Japanese. Not, not because Pete was particularly funny, but it was just the... The ridiculousness of two guys, you know, telling a story about, uh, in that case, the Norfolks, and and, a, <laughs> and an officer who sounded like a pirate, which uh, yeah. just tickled. We me. have a, we have had complaints about that. You've had complaints about it, uh, Matt. <laughs> Why do they do accents? Well, the reason is that we try and only do it when it's appropriate. We did slip once, and somebody seized on it to castigators but normally if it's something terrible is happening we don't use accents uh but they're fun and gary's australian this is stuff of like oh, give us okay i, I want to hear well, gary give us a bit of the australian it's you want to hear give you a bit of the australian <laughs> yeah 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 nah we had a when we do live things uh at the western front association uh, we we have a, a vote on who's got the best Australian accent because we do we both do it and Gary always wins he's he's a master of it he's a master I think he's well, got I, he's somebody pointed out to me once that it sounded more like a New Zealander and I <laughs> stupidly replied that's the same thing isn't it <laughs> <laughs> bloody hell those are fighting words Cobber yeah exactly went down well. On that subject of getting feedback, what's the what's the best feedback? And I use the word best in we all were, of its context. What's the, what's the best feedback that you guys have received? We were going to have podcast? it on our business card, but somebody said we were a pair of bit of twisted wankers. <laughs> I just want to say, for the record, I often don't pass on feedback to you guys because sending the same thing time and time again gets uh, you know probably repetitive. <laughs> oh, <laughs> now you get. It, it, mostly very, very positive <laughs> feedback, but I do enjoy those ones myself. I think if people, are, if people are approaching this podcast, I think that I think I think it's fairly clear what's written on the tin. It's it's what, clear from the introduction the what they're going to get. <laughs> the picture, the intro. I think it's fairly clear what people are going to get. So I'm still surprised when someone will do us the honour of listening to a 48 minutes of a podcast and then go, "I didn't like the way they were laughing." <laughs> Well, we we had one recently that made Gary upset. Not upset. He thought it was funny. the bloke said that Gary should uh, be left to do all the history, and I should fuck off and become a become a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was fairly good. <laughs> and I took offence at him suggesting I was a historian and not yeah. funny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Gary's both. You mm. mentioned earlier that um, you did uh, when the Waterloo episodes that you approached them, you know, originally with, with very little knowledge and then developed it for the podcast. We haven't discussed this question, so I'm going to put you on the spot. But what has surprised you the most? Is there is there a subject that when you approached it was completely different to what you expected or as you did the research, you discovered it was different? What's the biggest surprise been during the well, last 200 episodes? 
Really? Well, for me, it was uh, Hague. We did a series on Hague, which we still haven't finished. We still got to do the 1918 episode and the post-war. <laughs> We're saving it for our devoted listeners. But the episode on the Sudan, remember, Gary, it triggered a real interest for me. And I got a book contract for, contract for a load of money. And I now, that's my main interest in life at the moment, the fighting in the Sudan. Not particularly Hague, just the Sudan. I I knew nothing about it, it turned out. And uh, I'm trying to tell the story through the Great War veterans who were there, which is a lot of them, uh, the, the, uh, anything above Colonel. And, and that, for me, was uh, the subject. It was just so much more interesting than I ever thought it would be. Gary, what, what, what did you... Well, I, if you don't mind, I, I'm going to talk about Hugemont. And um, Pete, <laughs> Pete found it difficult. Um, and, and actually, it's the only time we ever had a row. And uh, oh, it's a good... <laughs> we, we turned the machines off. Um, but Pete found it really difficult. But actually, if you listen to the episode, I think it's one of our best episodes. And yet Pete struggled with that. It, I did. Once he started Why? it, he was fine. He just got it into his head that it was going to be difficult. Yeah. Um, and, a, uh, I don't know why. Like a recalcitrant child. Yeah, so, yeah. I took it out. <laughs> took it out on Gary. <laughs> but, no, but, but I listened Kel- to that episode. That was great. It was I a mean, good your, episode. Your accounts of Waterloo. I'm, I mean, I'm I'm very heavily into Waterloo at the moment. But your accounts of Waterloo on the podcast are what really got me interested in it. It wasn't a subject that really appealed to me before. That's brilliant. Um, cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive & June. Olive & June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. So I think, well, and I, I think that's. I don't think I'm the only one that would say that. Is that it is? I think approachable is the word. You, you do make it. You know, putting aside joking around, you make these topics approachable. There's a lot of human interest in it. There's a lot of quotes from soldiers. I mean, harrowing at times. You know, when I'm listening to those episodes. You know, when we're doing the edit, some of them are just absolutely harrowing. But I mean, it's a very edit. human thing that you bring. Hang on, edit. <laughs> <laughs> Making your voice sound much nicer than it is, oh. not like the squeaky version we're listening to now. Um, yeah, so um, no, but it's a very human element you bring to the uh, to the podcast. I think that's really important. Yeah, the Burning yeah. Steel series I found at times horrific, uh, and and mm. you know I, I I was reading quotes and thinking, bloody hell, you know, I, I, we carry on, but I, it's probably a good job in some cases that. You know, the next speaker is Pete after you've read something, you know, about uh, uh, some well, of the... the uh, that's the only episode that you guys did, one of them, I can't remember which one, that I turned off midway through because I just went, no, nah, I'm not in the place to... Yeah, some of it is this. horrific, mate. Some yeah, of it it's, really it's, it's is horrific. Yeah. It is. Pete, on that, 
On that subject, Pete, you had the privilege of speaking to a lot of the people you're now referring to in the podcast. That's why we know what they had to say. How has that evolution been now that these people are long gone? What does it mean to you that you got the privilege of speaking to them and their words are still carrying on through the podcast? Oh, what, what's fantastic for me is today, Gary, remember I was talking about uh, his name's Douglas Tiffin and he, he was terribly, terribly wounded. and He was abandoned for 18 hours on the battlefield and he, he, he was lying there and he was going, he was talking and I was doing the voice. <laughs> no accents, no nothing. And as I was speaking, I mean, Gary looked quite strange to me. He often looks quite strange to me. And, but he was opposite me and it, I realised it must be like when I was listening to Tiffin himself. And I remembered how I felt just listening to this bloke telling this incredible emotive story. Um, and for me, it's brought back to life a lot of those people. All the DLI are dead. All but one of the Burning Steel people are dead. All the South Nazis are dead. I'm like the grim fucking reaper. Oops, sorry about that. <laughs> sorry, listeners. But well, except except we had to Gary's give people... We had to give people um, uh, different surnames. In fact, we called them all Zed. So you had Dan Zed and various other people for some of the people yeah. that are still alive. Uh, oh, because that's we felt the... that... oh, yeah. Well, because, because people you know, are they the were same in age. Iraq. Yeah, and you can imagine you wouldn't want to be in the barracks because some of them are regulars. Dan Zed is a regular. You can imagine being in the barracks and say, oh, I've just heard this podcast. <laughs> I hear that you sh- shat yourself 14 times, you know, uh, when you got diarrhea and vomiting. And we, we thought, no. We're not, so we gave them letters, Dan Z, Adrian P. I didn't do a very good job of you got, it. You got... <laughs> you, we, two, a Dan Z and an Adam Z. We wondered whether they were brothers. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't want to make, I don't want to focus too much on just the oral history side of it, but no. Pete, um, I'm I'm writing a Gallipoli book at the moment, um, and uh, you've kindly uh, lent me several books. And um, I'm listening to, of course, the famous Joe Murray series of interviews, which must Fantastic. be your, potentially, I don't want to rank them, it's, but it must, might potentially be your most famous series of interviews. Yes. But it's um, it's fascinating because I know you to hear your voice on that tape as well, to hear a much younger Peter Hart asking well, uh, insightful questions and, and basically engaged in a conversation with a Gallipoli veteran, you know, something that I would I would have given a lot to have 10 minutes with a Gallipoli veteran and you got... So many hours with well, most twenty one hours, isn't it? That that one. Yeah, it's, it's uh, he incredible. Was a, and, and he was. A, you can hear amazing. it for free if you're listening to this as well. Yeah. And you want to check it out. It's available for free on the IWM um, website, the Imperial War Museum. If but you type in, uh, yeah, Joe Murray and Imperial War Museum, you'll get it. It comes straight up. Um, but it struck me, Pete, hearing your voice. This, I don't want this to sound too arty farty, but hearing your voice, there, there was a obviously a, a time travel element in there. That I was, I I was back in that lounge room in Joe's house hearing you speak to him in the 80s, I assume it was. Um, 84. I mean, that's, yeah. that's a hell of a legacy you've got of all of these amazing experiences that you kept and not just kept in a diary or a letter or something that's quite passive for us to look at, but we can hear those voices. We can hear that emotion in their voices. Um, how do you look back on all that now? Uh, I'm very grateful to the War Museum that gave me the chance. And, uh, you know, I want to make it clear, it's not just them. The veterans, like some of the other great veterans I've done, are, are, are my age now. Uh, the last three veterans I've done were 68, the same age as I am. I interviewed Gary. Uh, you've heard the story of how I interviewed Gary. Uh, I met him. And I couldn't understand how the army had missed his potential. 
Because uh, Gary, as you may know, was uh, what were you? I always get it wrong, so you tell me I was what you the head were. of commercial at TfL Transport, Transport for, London. for London, and 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 in the army, he was a corporal busted to private seventeen times, <laughs> and and I wanted to interview him and did after I first met him, just because ch- I thought the army have missed this man's potential. This man's bloody genius. Anyway, I interviewed him. I think I did three and a half hours with him. And he, he was a complete and utter knob. The army did entirely the right thing. He, he was a drunken bum of the highest order. And uh, it was only after he left the army he became the, the highly intelligent and coherent being you see before you. I think we should refer to this person uh, now on with a pseudonym. It's uh, Gary B. We're oh, Gary, Gary Z. <laughs> Gary Z. <laughs> I once interviewed yeah. this guy, Gary Z. Yeah. Yeah, Gary Z, that's right. <laughs> How do you um find those personal accounts, Gary? Because I when I listen to it, I think that um I think Pete's somewhat insulated from it from having done it for forty years. I hear a lot more emotion in your voice sometimes when you're reading these accounts. How do you find, you know, reading the words of the men that went through all this? Uh <laughs> I'll go back to something you said earlier, Matt, that that when I was about 15 years old, my father finally allowed me to go to the pub with him on a Sunday. And he would go to the pub and I'd I'd sit at the table with him and there would be three great war veterans that he would play uh, cribbage with, which is a card game. And uh, they'd have two or three pints and then after two or three pints, they'd start singing great war songs. And I never asked them a single thing about anything and then I went in the army at 16. So, you know, I, I disappeared. And I went, sometimes when I'm reading these things, I actually see those three guys in my mind's eye. Uh, particularly when, you know, some of the experiences are, are, shall we say, more harrowing than others. And, and you just read about things and, and the laugh of Christ stuff, you know, the normality of, uh, of life in a trench thing going to the latrine. You know, and I just see these guys in the back of my mind and think, why didn't I ask them about going to the toilet in the trench? But you don't, you don't say a thing. So for me, uh, Pete points out when I'm getting a bit tired and emotional reading these things out, but it's usually because I've got a frog in my throat and uh, I'm not, I'm not uh, stuttering over at all. But I I just get this image in my head of of these guys living life in those circumstances, even things like, you know, the guys getting plumbing, uh, plumbing apple jam all the time and and bully beef and, and I can see it. Uh, So it's, it's not because Pete's brilliant at producing the notes. It's their words. Uh, And often it's, it's that they're brilliant in conveying, the message that they're trying to get across. And sometimes the message is just, you know, it's shit. Uh, and other times the message is, um, you know, the camaraderie. And other times the message is, you know, um, missing home. Uh, there was the interview you did with the chap where you turned the machine off, Pete, when he got upset. Yeah. Um, because he was singing a song about home that he presumably sang when he was, you know, in yeah. Gallipoli all those years that was, before. I was Horridge and Homelands. Yeah. yeah, but for, but I mean I I endorse everything Gary says, but uh, and he knows and I know and and you know Matt that actually soldiers don't change, so fundamentally those lads in the trenches have very similar 
lives and and experiences and sense and and, and camaraderie and, and and attitudes to the lads who who were in uh, Iraq and Afghanistan. Uh, human nature doesn't. People think it does change. I don't think it does. I I, I mean. There are changes, but I think essentially things like camaraderie, uh, comradeship, or other, if you want, um, and, uh, and and just reaction to boredom and and uh, relationship with alcohol. <laughs> the British soldier has an entertaining relationship with alcohol. It's changed a bit recently, but it's still there, and all that kind of stuff. And um, so, when I'm doing modern interviews, and sometimes I'm into, I remember interviewing a 19-year-old, and I, and I was what 64. <laughs> And I sort of reversed what it was when I started. Great. I, I was very well, lucky to get that job. And thank you to the War Museum that gave me the chance. Well, thank you, Pete, for the hard work that you did and the incredible stories you brought out of those people. It wouldn't have come out without a, a you know the right person asking the question. So it's, it's a brilliant resource. Um, we're nearing the end of the current series. Um, sad to say. Um, but let's talk about the future. What have we got come up, coming up? Because we were just talking about this, about future series. What, what's, on the, what's on the horizon for Pete Gary's well, military history? Gary wants you to bring in more of these video things so we can have more nakedness. That was the thing that Gary <laughs> pressed. <laughs> I don't think I've ever once seen a for- feedback form that said, these guys would be great if they just got their tits out. Uh, so we might not do that one. But uh... All, right. All right. What else <laughs> have we got, Gary? What were we planning? It wasn't our tits that we were thinking of. <laughs> It's all right. We've already dropped the f bomb, so uh, so now that a lot of the listeners, the listeners that would be offended now, have already tuned out. So uh, we, you can pretty much say what you like now. Oh, well, yeah. I think in the immediate instance, uh, we, we've got a new book coming out. Well, yeah. it's supposed to be July, but I think it may well be sooner. The way that uh, they've started to progress things, uh, and that's What's called, it Laugh, called "Laugh or Fly." That's um, brilliant. That's like la- laugh or cry, but a different word, Gary. Exactly. And it's about the Royal Flying Corps. And so we're going to do a series on that, but uh, uh, probably not what's going to be in the book. Um, it's going to be all the stuff that didn't make it to the book. Um, but it, it's, it's, it's slightly different in the sense that uh, uh, it's not very funny when you're up in the air and, and the humour is when you get down and the relief when you get back to 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 the the uh, the ground, and uh, they really let themselves go then, and so we sort of do a mixture of the action and uh, uh, and and the laughter, for want of a better word. Um, and then I think, what else are we going to be doing, Pete? We're, uh... Well, uh, we mentioned it already that I, I, I've got my book on the Sudan, and I think it'll be. I think the podcast from that will be just incredibly exciting. Because uh, the battle stories are just so wild and, and so different, um, so different from modern fighting. I mean, the, uh, in 1882, they're in red coats, um, and uh, and it's and it's it's you know we'll try and be balanced, we'll be fair to the other side because I think that's crucial to, to to us in this modern day. Uh, uh, so that uh, one reason that we may be moving to seasons, as other podcasts are. Uh, which we haven't really discussed yet properly, but uh, is that we want to do the Peninsula War. And that means research. And that means we've got the books, because we bought them when we bought the Waterloo books. Uh, but it, 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 it will take more time, preparation time. That's not going to be something we can just bash off. Um, <laughs> not that the normal episodes are. 
Uh, what else are we going to do? Was there anything else? Well, I think um, we, we had occasionally we have departures. So, for example, we did uh, Rickenbacker, uh, which was a departure. Should we sing the song? No, um, because uh, it, we've got quite a large American audience. Uh, it's sort of equal size to the UK in terms of the downloads. So maybe we'll do some the more Aussies stuff. Don't like for, us, don't they? Yeah, right. they hear the New might Zealand be, accent right away. Might be the accent. <laughs> uh, so we might do some more for the Americans. Um, We'd uh, like that. Yeah, they would, and uh, but so would we. You know, we we visited Merzargon not too long ago, not three or four years ago now. So maybe we could do something. Um, but uh, generally speaking, it's getting more and more difficult now uh, to do something that's not. Yeah, the obvious so we've just been to Eeps for example for three days and uh, we were full of grand ideas of what we might do while we were out there and we didn't do anything in terms <laughs> we got of the drunk. podcast um, so we, we want to try and steer away from the obvious stuff um, but you know we do something for uh, the listeners that perhaps we don't often cater for so we've got two Russians and I'd, I'd like to think one is Putin and the other one's his Body double, so we might do something for him. <laughs> well, I don't know what's on the horizon, but whatever it is, I, I know it's going to be great. And um, the podcast just goes from strength to strength. Um, this has been great, guys. We always, uh, I always enjoy catching up, and we don't do it often enough. Um, and this has been fantastic. Um, I'm really looking forward to the future episodes. Congratulations on hitting 200, and I look forward to doing this again when you hit 400. Well, Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> Well, thanks, guys. The podcast is Pete and Gary's Military History. I mean, uh, you know, if you're, I'm sure you're a fan if you're listening to this, but if you're watching this on YouTube, go and check the podcast out. It's absolutely fantastic. It's a fresh take on military history, and these two guys are worth listening to. Gentlemen, thank you for taking the time. Look forward to talking to you again soon. Cheers. Cheers, Bye, Matt. lads. Thanks for listening to the show. Blah, blah, blah. If you'd like to support blah, us, blah, you can now buy us a coffee. Blah, blah, Visit www.buymeacoffee.com backslash PGMH. Or visit www.blahblahblahblahblah. And we'd be jolly grateful. Cheers. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook to learn more about each episode. And if you'd like to support the podcast, you have a couple of options. You can buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee forward slash PGMH or consider subscribing to the podcast for only £2 per month and get ad-free listening and bonus content. You can find links for both on our Facebook and Twitter accounts. Sounds great, doesn't it?